Hello everyone, Irliana Samsara here, StarsoundAstrology.com, with part two of our epic moon astrology series um, with my dear friend Shenna Raven Moondance, the moon astrologer extraordinaire. All right, so we've got a bunch more questions since our last episode. Thank you for coming back, Shenna. Um, we want to ask, a, let's talk about, there are so many cool things like... Um, the moon void of course there's this term maybe we could start with that called void of course not like of course but i mean like void of course so that's a weird term it's this term in astrology it's probably it's typically one that most people don't know about but um i'd like to to maybe hear about what you have to say about that so okay. if you want to go ahead and start the conversation, what is a moon void, of course? Could you okay. first explain so that to us? void, of course, means it's void along the course. I guess that's the best way to describe it. It's like being in a void. It's a small period of time. Sometimes it's a larger period of time. Technically, between when the moon makes an aspect with, with a planet before it goes into the next sign. But how does that really translate into our life? Well, in our last, um, it, with our last discussion, we talked about how the moon moves through all 12 signs of the zodiac within 28 and a half day cycle. So be, when it goes from one sign to the next, there's a little period of time, sometimes a few minutes in the middle of the night, but sometimes it's a much longer period of time. Sometimes it can be even a day. And what I've noticed is when we have um, important things going on in the cosmos, such as an eclipse or a planet is moving direct or retrograde, there tends to be more void of course times that are longer. Well, there's always between each sign, there's always a void, of course, but they tend to be longer because the void, of course, is a time that's more where we're, we're sort of out of time, where we're allowing ourselves to, or the universe is asking us to sort of um, assimilate or download or take in the new energies that are happening. So... Again, sometimes it's a few minutes in the middle of the night. Sometimes it's longer. So what does this mean? Basically, say the moon is in the sign of Aries. It makes its last aspect. Before it goes into the next sign of Taurus, it, the universe is giving us an opportunity to just rest our brain, rest our emotions, and just tune within. Um, so that we're ready for when the moon moves into the next sign, which would be Taurus, then all of a sudden we're off and running. But we always need a little break. It's like a little mini vacation. So we have an opportunity to integrate and just chill before we're ready to move on. So some of the things that are really good during Void of Course is to meditate, to take a nap. Lots of times if there's a Void of Course in the morning, it's hard to get up. Oh, we want to take a nap, which not is not always practical, but it's okay. Um, we it's uh, it's important to listen to what feels right for us. And lots of times, when I'm feeling like oh, I just can't get myself together, I'll look and there's a void of course because it's not a time to get yourself together. It's a time to just go with the flow, maybe get a massage, do some yoga. Now, 
you're working. Okay, we're in the middle of a work day. So if you know it's void of course, just take it with a, you know, take everything with a grain of salt. Do the best you can, knowing that maybe you're going to have to do something over again. I remember when I was teaching, we had a faculty meeting, and I noticed that it was exactly during a void of course. And we had to hand in these big curriculums we had been working on. So I thought, all right, we'll do that. We'll see what happens over the next few days. Well, as it turned out, my principal, um, her car was broken into, all the, her briefcase was taken, everything was gone, so we had to do everything over again. Wow. So fortunately, you know, everybody had a copy of it at that time, but, but it's like, you, lots of times if you do something during Void of Course, you may have to redo it, or it's just not going to work out. It's like... Um, it doesn't reach its intended destination. It, it doesn't reach its intended destination, yeah. that's a good way to put it, yeah. So it's a, it's a null zone. If you get a massage during that time or meditate or do anything, of more, walk in nature, you'll be much more attuned and you'll feel more deeply relaxed because, again, it's the universe gives us an opportunity every two and a half days to just take a step away and chill and relax. It's almost sort of like a Mercury retrograde or when the planets go retrograde, it's like step back a little bit, stop pushing forward and just chill and just see what comes up. Right. So a retrograde planet might be a few weeks or months mm-hmm. of that, but with the moon gives us that opportunity every couple of days. Yes, yeah. every two and a half Mother, days. Mother Nature yeah. has cycles and cycles of rest and renewal and mm-hmm. forward and backward movement and the ebb and flow of, of life, really. Yeah. You know, the one thing I wanted to say was I really liked when you said about if – if it's hard to wake up, it may be because of the, it's not necessarily that you ate that bad thing, that cupcake in the middle of the night, you know, <laughs> it may be that it, well, not that it couldn't be, but um, it, it may be that the moon's void of course. So that's a good thing to know that if you see that the moon's going to be void of course and you got to get up at 5 a.m. or something, you, you'll at least tell yourself, stop beating yourself up and say, okay, I'm going to have to just push a little harder to get to work on time or whatever. So that that's like a useful way of, of using astrology in our everyday life is to know that. And and I just I really I just wanted to say that. It was really really important about the the ebb and flow and, and sometimes you just gotta push a little harder. Yeah. You know, like you gotta be at work and your boss is looking yes. for you and yes. I remember uh reading years ago there was a really cool study that they did on um where, where they took biz- I don't know where I heard read this. From. I never noted it, but I thought it was fascinating. There were men, got, people who were in the executive world, the corporate world, and they took all their diaries of when they had their meetings. You know, for they looked back years to see when they had meetings and decided things, contract signing, all that stuff. Maybe it was sales. Anyway, I remember they said that they, what they found was every time the moon was void, of course, that contract or that negotiation never came to fruition. Mm. Every time. Mm-hmm. So that's fa- – I, when I was in the corporate world, I remember my, um, my last boss, great gal, loved astrology, got a lot out of it. You know, I, I tell her things, you know, and advise her on this, very open to it, very, very cool. 
And uh, anyway, I remember, you know, if if I knew she was going to be signing some contract or she was negotiating with a new client and I'd say, hey, I'd like holler down the hallway. Hey, don't sign that contract till 217 or 216 p.m. Wait another 45 minutes or whatever. Don't do that until blah, blah, blah. And oh, OK, OK. You know, to to make sure that you, you got the like you said, the forces of nature. Mm-hmm working on your side, but I, I found that was really fascinating that there are these PowerPoint times of opportunity, and the Moon Voider course is definitely that null zone, so it's kind of like Tarzan swinging through the jungle on rope to rope, and each <laughs> rope is like a planet, and, and Tarzan's like the moon, and he goes, oh, beating his chest, you know, no. and he goes, la, da, da, each planet, and then there's those moments when he's just flying through the air, and that next rope isn't there yet, and he's kind of flying through the air without any contact with another planet, so that is the, that's when the moon's void, that's when you want to take that nap yeah but don't i know like not to sign a a would not good be good to get married during a moon voider course um there were disasters typically happen with the moon i know 9-11 happened the moon was void of course in gemini what what is gemini the twins right the twin towers yeah that was a trip and uh, the Titanic sank during Moon Voider. Either it sank or it left port mm-hmm. during Moon Voider, of course. I don't remember which, but I definitely was the Titanic. So there are, there are things like that, too. Um, I know when I'm planning an airline trip, I always look and see, you know, what time does that plane leave? Now, if it goes void, of course, a minute after the plane is in the air, that's fine. It's just best to not do it in my world. I mean, I, I like to mm-hmm. use that as much as I, as I possibly can. Sometimes you can't mm-hmm. avoid it, but then I put lots of yeah. light. I always put a lot of light around me, but yeah. 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 So there's all these really cool things. And getting married, too. You know, would you recommend that? Well, if it's not reaching its intended destination. Yeah. Also, I, I had read somewhere that um, they checked to see the presidents that were sworn in during a void, of course. Oh. And they did not, and it's only been a few, and they did not finish their term. Like, Either they like were Richard assassinated. Or, yeah, I believe it was Nixon, yeah. Wow. And I think with Obama, he was sworn in, I think, twice. Well, that was Mercury yeah. retrograde. Oh, that was Mercury the retrograde? the final, like, oh, okay. whatever, hour of Mercury retrograde, and that's when he flubbed, If it was his first inauguration i remember oh that's right yeah. he 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 messed up his line when he was taking the oath with the bible and he said something something and and then they uh had to do it over again but when they did it over then the then mercury was direct i okay. think it was the following day they hey, did that little yeah. privately oh, it was, it was yeah mercury it was mercury retrograde, retrograde. Yeah. yeah but yeah you're yeah. right it's yeah. that's pretty amazing yeah so it really is it really is important, the void, of course. Um, also, not to buy anything important during that time period. Because you may, uh, I'm sure we all have stuff in our closets, in our home, that we bought it and we just never used it. It could have been purchased during the void, of course. Or if you buy it, you may not really feel satisfied with it and end up returning it. Um, but supposedly, if you buy something during that time period, it may actually have a different um, use or it may be a lot different than you thought. I had read this one woman, she bought a, she needed a watch and she, it was the moon voided course. So she said, you know what, I'm just going to buy a cheap $10 watch 
And as it turned out, you figured it would last a month or something. Well, it lasted many years. Oh. <laughs> so you just <laughs> never know. Right. So, uh, so how are you going to find out about Void, of course? Um, look for an astrology cal- calendar that on each day it has the where the moon is, what sign the moon's in, and then what time it goes into that sign, and then when they should have V, the letter V, as in Victor slash C is for Void, of course. I know one that um, that I use is um, Jim Maynard's uh, astrology calendar. I think Llewellyn also has mm-hmm. the Void, of course. But be sure to get it for your time zone. Right. So that you know, so you can follow it. And I guess, um, I think it's important to be aware of it because it's very empowering. Because it's like you have an in, you have an uncle who's in the universe and he's telling you what's going on, right? Yeah. <laughs> you have an uncle in the business. Yeah, uncle saying, in the business. Hey, you look at the calendar. Oh, no, this is not a good day to go shopping. It's not a good day to buy your car. It's not a good day to sign your contract in the morning. But the afternoon's fine. So right. once it goes into that sign, it's like going ahead, full force ahead, full steam ahead. Um, but the void, of course, and intuitively people feel it intuitively you feel it you feel no energy you don't want to do anything you're tired and then all of a sudden you feel fine so something to be aware of something to be aware of and when I teach uh, moon astrology I, I say to people you know get one of those calendars and each day because as the moon shines through that particular sign of the zodiac we're going to have different emotions Um, And it's not all going to be the same because our charts are always different. So at the end of the day, if you just think, well, how did I feel today? How did I feel today? Did I feel calm? Did I feel frustrated? Did I feel pretty even? Just write a word or two. And after a while, and of course, you're not going to remember this every day. But when you do, write it down because after a while, you're going to notice that there, there are certain signs of the zodiac for you personally. Maybe you're an Aries. For you personally, that are power days. And after a while, you're going to see some patterns. Maybe there are certain days that are not such great days for you. Or certain days where you're overly emotional. Or days where you uh, feel like you could do the work of a month in one day. Um, I was working with this one woman who came to my class. She was a Pisces. And when the moon was in Pisces... She realized that she was so emotional that she didn't talk to her mother, she didn't talk to her sister, she didn't talk to many people at all. When the moon was in Pisces, as soon as it went in Aries, she was fine. Oh yeah, when the moon is in Pisces, I want to, I cry at the littlest thing. Well, like, well, she was a Pisces, so it's like oh, a double whammy. Right. Double whammy, yeah. yeah, and I'm not, but man, I, I just like it, whip that Kleenex it really out. Does and go you know to a what? sad. One movie. thing I do say is that you can read a little bit of what the emotions are like when the moon is in a sign, but better not to. Instead, feel it yourself. Feel it yourself because we're all different. And we can have a whole bunch of Pisces here and they're going to have different reports on how they feel because, you know, they have different charts. Right. But generally speaking, be aware when the moon is in your sign, how you're feeling, and when it's in your opposite sign. Right. Because that's just uh, to begin with, to be aware of. So, um... It's certainly a great way to, that's probably the best, easiest entree into astrology is Mm -hmm. just watch the moon Mm -hmm. and know your moon, which you get, you know, you can go to astro.com and get a free chart there. 
and know that your moon sign and then like you said watch the opposite sign watch your actual sign mm-hmm. and, and start to observe patterns because yeah. it, astrology is all pattern repetition yeah pattern and i always say just start with your own sun sign Right. Start with your own sun sign. Notice how you feel when the moon is in your sign. How does that feel for you? What do you, you know, what's coming to you? This, it's, it is a really good way. And that's, actually over the years, I've tried to study astrology many times and it just didn't work. But the moon, yes. And the way I realized that the moon had an effect on me is I went over my past journals. And what happened is I started to see, is it? Yeah, okay. I started to see that I didn't even wasn't even aware of it, but that the moon cycle was really having an effect on me. And it's like, wow. And then I started to observe other people and I really observed my daughter. And you know, when you observe kids, I mean like they are just like a total barometer of the moon. Oh yeah, you have total. given some very good advice. Maybe you can share that with us about your daughter and you know, when parents have tough times with their kids, mm-hmm. use that. Use the cycles of the moon, know their sign and yeah. sun sign and moon sign and then work with that. Because didn't you say you notice this amazing transformation mm-hmm. every year with your daughter? You can kinda yeah. like bet on it. Yeah. Can you talk and about it was that? a pattern. What I saw now, just taking this to another level, you know, being aware of the moon cycle, being aware of the moon through the signs, and then our own personal year. What I, what I came to realize is that the moon cycle is just a prototype for cycles. That all cycles have a beginning, they have a high point or a full moon, and then they have a cleanup process before the next one. Well, we all have that with our year cycle. So your birthday is your new moon. So the first three months after your birthday is a time like the first week of the moon cycle where you're sort of setting a foundation, you're being patient with yourself and just preparing. And then this next quarter, you start, you know, you, you start moving forward and then you have your full moon, which is like the, the, month, the, the month that's six months across from your birthday is your full moon. That's when... A lot of things become highlighted. Maybe you have some challenges of stuff that you really need to take care of. But being aware of that cycle, and then as you you move towards the end of your year, the last month or two, especially the last weeks before your birthday, is definitely a clean-out time. It's not a time to start something new because you you really have to clean up the old. And you may have ideas for the new. And also, once you start your new year, you may not be fully cleaned up. I had one year where um, my birthday was coming and I had some real stressful thing going on with a relationship. And I felt to myself, I thought, if I could just get to my birthday, then everything's going to work out. Well, I got to my birthday and I thought that the relationship was going to work. Within a month after my birthday, it ended. It had to end because... What I realize is that if we don't take care of business by the end of our year, it gets so stressful that we have to take care of it once our year starts. Ah. So, so honor the cycles. Honor the cycles. And yeah. with my daughter, I really, I guess it was she's the one that made me realize that because she was she's a Pisces. And every year as we're getting to a Virgo, which is the opposite, as we're In going September. through August, September, this girl would have a meltdown. And no matter what was happening, and she's a very even-keeled Pisces, that she would have a meltdown, and then it would take a month or so, and then she was really doing well. And even now as an adult, I can see that pattern. She doesn't have meltdowns so much anymore because she's a lot more sophisticated. But 
I could see the, the stress. I could see the stress. And when I work with people, I do moon astrology readings. All you have to do is tell me your sign of the zodiac. And I'll tell you what the energy is that's going around for you right now. Yeah. So it's from a very different place than early on. As she does all the planets and everything. But just looking at the cycle. Just looking at the cycle, knowing that if it's near your birthday, you know what, just focus on cleaning out. That's it. Don't worry about other stuff. Right. It's yeah. so it's so easy for people to gain a really significant foothold with astrology, even if they didn't want to spend, mm-hmm. you know, it does take a long time to learn the whole language mm-hmm. of astrology. But even if you just learn the moon astrology, what a difference that makes yeah. in your life, planning things. If you look back in your life and you see, like I remember when I was in the corporate world, I noticed that August, July, August was always a really big time for me. And I never, re- I didn't know, I didn't peg it to my birthday oh, yeah. until I started learning astrology. And like you said, the, the month before your birthday, the month of and mm-hmm. the month after are like really powerful mm-hmm. window time because you're letting go and you're starting up a new year. And yeah. and yeah, you're right about that halfway point. I can remember being really, uh, one year, I remember when I was in the ninth grade, I had this really hard English teacher and I was going through a really rough time and it was right in that, that halfway point. Mm-hmm. And uh, there it was in in um, in January, February, and uh, I can just just for some weird reason I just remember having this big challenge with with her. But it was the half moon, like you said, that halfway point. Mm-hmm. It was the full moon of my year. Yeah. So things were really coming to a head. I was very emotionally stressed out. So yeah, it's so it's so wonderful, and it's an easy. It's an easy entree for people mm-hmm. to grasp, even if they don't want to study all the other planets in astrology, even if you just start with the moon, or if you just end with the moon, if you just stick with the moon, you know, you, mm-hmm. you, you get so much value, and it's practical, and it's real, and it's observable. It's just, uh, it's fascinating. I know with um, getting married, I know that uh, my, my, uh, one of my mentors in astrology, um, wonderful gal, she, um, I remember her telling me that she had done a chart for a friend of hers, and uh, the woman was getting married, and she uh, told she told her the date that you know she was going to get married, and my uh, mentor said, you know what? Um, she said, you know, if you could, if there's, can it was the day before the new moon, mm-hmm. and she said, listen, can you if there's anything you can do, please just change this day. You know, she said that to her and please make it the next day or the day after or just wait a couple of days or a week or anything. Just get over that hump. And the woman's like, no, 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 I can't. You know, we already made the reservation or blah, blah, blah. So she said no and she wasn't willing to change it. Well, as it turned out, it did, the marriage didn't last. It actually, uh, a little, but maybe a year or so down the line, it's not like it happened overnight, but she discovered things about her husband that were secret and it was not good and it was horrific. He had all these secrets and things. And um, anyway, needless to say, they got divorced. But the the point I'm making is when you were saying earlier, Shanna, the, the, there's not a lot of light. Right before the new moon, it's like the light is darkest. What do they say? The, something is dar- darkest before, before the, the dawn. dawn. Yeah, yeah. The, it's yeah. always the darkest before the dawn. And that's mm-hmm. how it is with the moon. Well, she was getting married when there was, it was the darkest night of the soul before mm-hmm. the moon. So there was no, there was no light. It was like starting a long conversation on your cell phone and you've got 1% juice. 
It's like, well, why would you start something when you have no light or energy? So, yeah, getting married the day before a full moon. A new moon. I mean, sorry, the day before a new moon. Not a good, not a good plan. So, uh, yeah, I, I remember that, too. So contracts, marriages, things like that. Mm-hmm. Life, important life things. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah. The moon, I, and again, you know, as we talked about before, the moon is not something that most people even pay much attention to unless it's a bright full moon. They go, oh, look, the moon. But it has such a powerful impact on our, on our lives. It really does. Um, you know, yeah, and I know in astrology, it's like we look at the moon for our habits, our instincts, mm-hmm. you know, our habitual responses to things. Like if somebody has the moon in Aries, they probably habitually like get they're cranky or they blurt out things or they can be um, blunt, you know, or um, combative, emotionally combative until they learn to refine that yeah. that point. You know, so that that is what um, that's what's so important is to like know your moon sign, know your moon sign, know your moon sign, yeah. But begin with your sun sign. Begin with your sun sign. Watch, you know, the cycle of the year. Um, So get yourself a good calendar. Um, If you send me an email, my name is my email address is moondance one word underbar or underscore raven at hotmail dot com. I also write a newsletter on working with the moon. So each each two months that I send out the newsletter, uh, we talk about some aspect of the moon. The one for January, February, which I just um, finished uh, today, actually, um, gives you a new moon ceremony that you can work with. So send me an email and I'll send you a copy of the newsletter and um, you can start working with the moon. Grandmother Moon, she's up there shining on us every day and just changing and changing. Yes. Funny you mentioned Grandmother Moon because one of the things the moon also is our biological inheritance and our, we look to the past, you know, Mm -hmm. our, our, like our past conditioning, but also, you know, to me, especially with Capricorn, that that's all about ancestors, this Mm. upcoming new moon in uh, Capricorn, you know, talk about if there was ever a time to contact the ancestors. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty yeah. special. But any, anyway, yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, that's definitely, I really appreciate you being here and uh, sharing your wisdom about the moon. And so, um, yeah. All right, yeah, um, okay, yeah. Well, I guess what, uh, what I feel is that it's very empowering. <clears throat> it's very empowering to just have that just little bit of awareness so that you can plan your life a little bit more or just be forewarned when you know something's coming or there's a particular maybe a particular moon sign that or when the moon is in a particular sign that you know it's a little bit stressful for you you can just see how you you can think in advance how you're going to negotiate that time period Mm. So it's all about self-empowerment. Right. It's all about self-empowerment. And that's what really astrology is, being aware of who we are on other levels than this earth plane. Right. We are connected. We are connected mm-hmm. to the stars, and the yeah. stars are connected to us. Yeah. And it's, it, it is that dance, and it's getting us... A, and that it connects us with everybody. Like, can mm-hmm. you imagine if, like... With leaders of countries, if they had, what do we have the called the State of the Union address? Can you imagine if like 
if the president of any administration would call everybody together and go, okay, guys, okay, you know, like here's, you know, we got the moon in Capricorn and the da 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 sun, and I want everybody to really take responsibility. Can you imagine if we had that? That would be outrageous. That would be outrageous. Like we all get in sync and we go, okay, guys, it's time mm-hmm. to look at the start and have a new beginning. I mean, yes, we're, we have an, a revolution in astrology going on right now, you know, but. And it's wonderful, but and I feel like my 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 prayer is that everybody gets on a wavelength where we're all in sync, and we we know you and I know how well astrology has worked for us in our lives and how we see that pattern. It's being aware of the cosmic rhythms of nature, just like the tree has leaves and buds, and then it, then the leaves turn orange and then red, and then they fall down and the entire cosmos has this birth and death and life cycle. So we connect with Earth and we connect with the heavens. And um, seeing that larger picture, you're right, it's very empowering. So, um, yeah, well, thank you. I'm so glad we did this talk. Another one, yay, part two. All right, everybody. So, yes, Shenna, Raven, Moondance. Thank you so much for being here, Shenna. Oh, my pleasure. Yay. And um, anyway, so for all of you, yes, and the full moon, when it, the full moon lunar eclipse, by the way, is January 20th, where we get to howl at the moon, howl at the moon. It's going to be in zero degrees of Leo, our final Leo eclipse. Yeah, so we got big things. We're going to be talking about the eclipses in, our, in probably the next segment. So uh, stay tuned with that. And uh, we will see you next time. Thank you so much. If you have any questions or keep those um cards and letters coming in as they used to say but we don't do cards and letters do we it's email and texts oh my goodness hey no that's fine starsoundastrology.com irliana at starsoundastrology.com for email my first name is i-r-l-i-a-n-n-a yay rhymes with yay (laughs) all right my dears much love to all of you okay bye for now